everyone. You're listening to On The Rise Podcast with your hosts, Amanda and Joe. We're two Kiwi girls who share nearly 30 years of friendship and we plan to take you on a journey of self-discovery and personal development to help you rise up in all areas of your life. You can expect real talk, tough topics and unapologetic vulnerability. We want to inspire you to believe you're worth more, to never settle for average, and to have confidence to take up space in all areas of your life. If you haven't done so, please hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next episode. And we'd love for you to connect with us on Instagram at on the underscore rise podcast. Let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number three with On The Rise Podcast. My name is Jo. And I'm Amanda. And we are your hosts. So today's episode, we are going to start the conversation around one of our passions, which is property. Uh, And there are so many elements and directions we can go with this. So we thought we would start with an introduction into how we got into our first homes and what the journey has been like for both of us. Can't wait. We've been excited to talk about this. Um, First things first, Joe. how have you been? What's been going on the last week? What's been going on the last week? I've been Christmas shopping. I've had Christmas lunches and Christmas dinners. (laughs) And I've been eating lots of yummy foods. That has been my week. How about yourself? Uh, yeah, a bit of Christmas spirit as well. Went to my daughter's daycare party on Friday. She looks so cute. Um, had a bit, of, had a bit of, um, I suppose, Christmas festivities with her. Nice. Um, and then yeah, just other than that, we've just been preparing to move. So we're moving yeah. house on Thursday. So yeah, busy, busy. All go, ready to wrap up twenty twenty two. Yeah. Where's this year gone? Oh, I don't even know. Honestly, I feel like. I don't know, I think because we knew we were moving this year, it just, I feel like the beginning of the year just zoomed by, because True. we were so consumed with that. And since we've been here setting up, it's just, you know, again, another half a year has gone by really quickly. But we've done, there's been so much that we've, I think both of us have done though this year, yeah. right? It's been, it's been a good year. It has been a good year. Yeah. Alright, let's get into it. I guess my first question in regards to property um, would be cool to know, like, how old were you when you brought your first property? Um, so I was 24. Uh, we bought our first home in Kelson in Lower Hutt. I remember, oh my goodness, yeah, it was it was a journey. And, and it feels like that was so many years ago, but it really wasn't that long ago <laughs> if I add it up. Yeah, I feel like that, that was so young. You guys have done so well. Thank you. Um, it didn't, I don't know, at the time, I think because, and we've spoken about this before, but you know, Blair and I had obviously done our overseas travels by that time and we'd been together for 10 years or so. So it just felt like the right next step and we were, I True. suppose, young, but it just felt right at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And what was your experience like, you know, purchasing your first home at the age of 24? And I know you did some renovations on that home as well. Yeah. So, oh my goodness, um, the process itself was really overwhelming I suppose like actually getting the lending and going through uh, the documentation it feels um, it feels like there's no end to it I don't know even now right like obviously you still have to do applications for houses but even now it's 
it's such a daunting task to do yeah. that, that funding side of it. Uh, we were really, I suppose, fortunate and lucky to have some support from Blair's parents. So shout out to Kim and Wayne, who helped us a little bit with our deposit. So yeah. without them, we would, it would have been really challenging, I suppose, to get into that home. But yeah, getting the house itself, I just remember us being so excited. You know, we'd actually achieved this really big thing. Um, and even just the, you know, talking about renovating, we did a whole lot of painting and a whole lot of sort of fix-up stuff, and it just felt so cool, you know. Yeah. It was our first home. We were doing, you know, what we wanted to do um, with it and to it, and, yeah, it was just, it was an exciting journey. I still remember the feeling, actually. Yeah. Yeah. How, how about you? Because I know you've obviously bought your first home here in the Gold Coast. Yeah, so we built our first home five years ago, and it was wow. a new build, so that was a whole experience in itself. But similar to you, so excited um, and equally overwhelmed with the process mm. and the amount of paperwork. But yeah, I guess that's all part of the journey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, loved it. And I just remember wanting to be in, you know, my first home before my daughter was born. So I think she was like a couple of months old. Oh, cute. Um, which, yeah, was really special. But yeah. it, was a, it was a good process, you know, quite daunting in, in the sense of, you know, practically renting out a home and, you know, obviously paying for that and paying for the new build at the same time. Yeah. I don't even know how we navigated through that, to be mm. honest. But you just do. You make yeah. it work. You find a way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of fun as well, you know, getting to choose all the different colors and the tiles and the bench tops. So yeah, a fun process. That's awesome. Yeah. There seems to be, it seems to be really common to do new builds here and here in the Gold Coast or here in Australia even. Yeah. Yeah. So that's exciting. So after purchasing your first home at the age of 24, I know you've gone on to do a few different adventures with property. Mm -hmm. Do you want to maybe just share what the journey has looked like so far? Mm, Yep, for sure. Um, So after we bought that Kelson home, we ended up deciding to move uh, to Australia for a little bit. So we ended up selling that home 18 months later. And I really think that that was the thing that ignited our passion for property because we ended up, you know, selling it uh, at a time when the market had gone up again. So we ended up with a hefty profit. And I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, like this, this is a way better way to earn money. Like, you know, 18 18 months than it is to sort of sit, sit at a desk working all day. So I reckon that house was amazing for so many reasons, but you know, Mm. a big one was my, you know, it really did ignite that passion. And then since then, um, we've done all sorts, really. So yeah. we've done a mixture of uh, renovations, big and small. So the biggest one's probably on our family home that we were in, in Alistown. That one was a two-bedroom bungalow with one toilet, you know, one shower, and we ended up um, overhauling the entire home. So that was really challenging <laughs> in so many ways. Um and it was, I suppose there were a lot of lessons learned along the way there, but it was it was fun at the same time as well, I think. It's such a beautiful family home. Thank you. I remember when you guys were looking to move over here, how many people asked, or trying to, <laughs> trying to buy yes. it off you? So many people 
us. It was so, I was like, oh, that's actually really nice. Um, and I think too, because it really was built, like we built that home around our family. So it's a family home, right? Yeah. So I suppose that was probably the appeal. Um, but yeah, since we've moved here, that's one of the houses that we've converted to Airbnb. It was actually really good because when we moved, I really, I really hate moving and it's really challenging, but we ended up just literally taking all of our personal belongings out, standing up and walking out of that house True. because it's an Airbnb. So yeah. it ended up being a real blessing in disguise actually. Um, and yeah, it's doing really well that one with Airbnb. Um, and then, yeah, we've got a couple of, um, a couple of other types of investments. We've worked through um, some joint ventures. We've done a whole lot more renovating. I can probably talk more about that. I could probably talk a whole episode about you know the challenges of renovating and and maybe some tips and tricks so and how to keep your relationship going <laughs> people would say to me oh you would bless you go on the block I'm like oh yeah you want to see a live murder on the block like <laughs> no thanks oh, oh that's but, funny know, we got through it <laughs> yes that's funny um well talking about all of this I suppose you know it leads into the next question like mm. what has been your biggest challenge Oh goodness. Um, so I suppose these are, oh gosh, there's a few things actually. Um, I'll try and summarize. So I spoke a little bit about deposit, like that was definitely a challenge trying to get together. And I don't know what the deposit even is at the moment. It keeps changing back home, but you know, trying to save that 20% yeah. deposit or whatever True. it is, is really, really challenging. Yeah. Um, and, you know, obviously I've already said we had some help with that, which was amazing. Um, another challenge, I think, is, oh gosh, when we did our renovations, the big ones in Allistown, the way in which the bank works with funding is so annoying and crazy back home. Yeah. So they, you know, you get this approval to get your renovation money. But they only release it in certain chunks once you've done certain things. Okay, right. So they would want, you know, valuations the whole way through the renovation. So we ripped out the kitchen and the bathroom and then they said, cool, can you give us a valuation and we'll give you the next lot of money. Of course it's not going to be worth more. Like we've got no kitchen and no bathroom. So, you know, I remember it being, um, oh goodness, a really, really stressful time and really challenging trying to balance all of that. I bet. I think one challenge that comes to mind is definitely the overwhelming amount of paperwork. Oh, yeah. And I remember going into the broker <laughs> asking for clarification on terminology and trying to understand yeah. <laughs> the amount of paperwork. And, yeah, but, I mean, equally, like, you just take it one step at a time. And, you know, same same with me in terms of the deposit. Um, you know, I was best to have support from my parents um, because otherwise, especially with the cost of houses these days, mm. and then you work out the deposit, it, it is quite daunting. Mm. So, and just thinking of that as well, um, you know, it was absolutely challenging and overwhelming doing the paperwork and understanding the terms. But I think we found the same thing. Once you get, you know, a broker on your team and yeah. they know all of that stuff and they work for you, right? So yeah. it's, you don't, you just have to give them the information they ask for and, you know, that they, they can help sort of massage that into the story that's needed. For sure, yeah. yeah. 
And I guess in the progress that you've had in your property journey, is there anything that you would say like has been a turning point for you? Mm. Yeah, I think the real turning point for us was when we engaged with a property coach. Yeah. And okay. it goes back to, you know, we've spoken about this, you know, investing in your learning and investing in... Growth um, mindset. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think when we engaged uh, a property coach and our property coach is amazing, we still work with him to this day it really opened up a whole lot of doors. And it wasn't just the learning that we were getting from them directly. Yeah. It was the community that was wrapped around that as well. True. So, for example, you know, you've got um, you've got a group of like-minded people who are all working on their um, property investment journey. You've got access to new builds or properties before they hit the market. You've yeah. got opportunities to get, you know, discounts on um, on like Mitre 10 accounts, et cetera, et cetera, uh, to help with your renovations. You've got, you know, groups and, and a network of people that do renovations. So it just, it really was a turning point for us. Yeah, I love um, that. Engaging in that, yeah. Yeah, I agree. So I went through the same process really in terms of, owning our first home and then wanting to progress further and investing uh, into a property coach or more of a a life coach really, which was invaluable. Mm. And at the time, I remember thinking, I don't really have the money to invest Mm. in a coach. Equally at the same time, the flip side was in order to move forward in your life and progress faster with people that know what they're talking about, I knew it was going to be worth it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so much value out of that in terms of, you know, finances and budgeting to line everything up to continue to purchase. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I think for us, a lot of it was actually, and it sounds, it sounds silly, but I think it's really important, but a lot of it was um, having the confidence and the faith to do what we needed to do. And, you know, sometimes that meant just a phone call to him to say, Hey, found this really great property. What do you think? Yeah. He'd review it and he'd say, well, what are you waiting for? Go for it. Yeah. So it's that, it's that you reassurance. Know, yeah, reassurance and the, and the confidence to believe in what we're doing and just yeah. take the next step and do it. So yeah. I think that was worth every penny for us. And that was a real, yeah, definitely a real turning point. And I think the relationships and the networks that you get as well, like, you know, my accountant and my bookkeeper have all been through this one connection. Yes. And it leads to others and people that are in the, in the industry that can help you with what you're wanting to achieve. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a good point too. Um, you know, Joe and I are both self-employed. So, you know, getting the financial stuff together to get applications across the line, you need all of those really important people, right? You need yeah. all of those you people need on your team. 100%. Yeah. And I guess looking back on your journey, like, is there anything that you would change? Oh, honestly, I... I know you said that, you know, you thought that we were young when we bought, but I wish we'd started sooner. Yeah. So before we left for our, before we left for our travels, Blair really wanted to buy a house and I just wasn't ready at that time. So we were probably, I don't know, 20. Um, And at that point in time, you could buy a house in Petone for $300,000. Now, anyone that knows Petone would be like, you know, we got home and those prices had, you know, tripled. Yes. So that would probably be my biggest regret is not starting sooner. True. And not starting before we had kids, because obviously kids, you know, add a whole lot of other pressures. So I actually wish we'd gotten in sooner and, you know, in retrospect, I would have. Yeah. How about you? What, What would be your... 
Yeah, that's a good point. I think like anything in life, eh, the sooner you can start to to make those steps forward, better, right? I think for me, it would have actually been talking to a professional or a broker sooner. Yeah. Because before that, kind of written off any opportunity, I it was like in the too hard basket. Yeah. Until we actually sat down, had that support from my parents, and it was like, actually, this can work. Mm. So just having that belief to to be able to do it, really. That's so true. And I think you don't know what you don't know. Eh? 100%. And people might be out there now thinking, oh, you know, this this is this... Um, this thing is impossible. I'm not. I'm never going to be able to buy a home. But you know, if you don't have the conversations to know the steps that you have to take, yeah, you're probably never going to buy a house. But I think you just need to take that next step, right, and get the help that you need. Yeah, and I think another, you know, just going back a couple of conversations, like mm. turning point for me has been seeing um, a few of my really close friends build amazing uh, property portfolios. You know, awesome. yourself and Blair and a few other friends that, that you know as well. Mm. And I think naturally when you're around those people, the conversations are different and automatically I'm like, man, if, if they can, I can. Yeah, that's so true. And when you're looking at your friends and your peers and you're like, hey, I, I'm like them, you know, yeah. I can actually do this. There's a bit of belief there. Yeah, I really love that. That's a really good point. And I know we're going to do um, like a separate episode on like Airbnbs because I know you have so much value to <laughs> share around this. But do you want to just quickly share like why you chose Airbnb over like a long-term mm, rental? Yeah, for sure. And yes, I love Airbnb. Um, so I suppose the main reason we went down that route, well, there are probably a couple of reasons. One was at the time there were a whole load of, changes around the rental laws and when we looked into it we were basically what we found and um, this is a really short summary but what we found was you know um, landlords actually lost a lot of rights with mm. those changes and it okay. really scared us because you know you've got this investment you've you've put you know x amount of dollars into this and you've got x amount of dollars in lending but you don't have much control over your property like yeah. due to these changes that was a big trigger okay another one was um the coach that we were working with had an Airbnb running and shared some of the figures and shared some of the insights into how that Airbnb had been going. Yeah. And I just had no idea. Like, in my mind, I thought, oh, it's in Petone. Like, it's not a holiday destination per se. Like, True. Who, who's actually going to come and stay at this thing? But when I saw what was possible, you know, his Airbnb is, is you know, just down the road, really. Yeah. I just thought, you know, why don't we just give this a try? So, yeah. So it was, it was sort of, those are probably the two uh, main reasons and yeah, haven't looked back really. There's a bit more setup to do um, in terms of Airbnb, but it's been absolutely worth it, and we will go into it in more detail in another episode. Um, but yeah, I think, sorry, the only other thing I wanted to say with Airbnb was we actually wanted to be able to access the house for family and friends when we wanted to. That was yeah. another reason. So we wanted, still wanted access to it as well. I'm really grateful for the access. <laughs> Joe's been an Airbnb. <laughs> How many times have you been my Airbnb guest? A few, and <laughs> I love times. it. <laughs> I get random messages. It's cold. How do I turn on the heater? <laughs> so yeah. Coming from the Gold Coast. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I love what you, you just mentioned about you saw um, the stats or the figures mm. because you're showing me your stats and figures mm. I'm like okay 
Nick's, <laughs> Nick's goal, Airbnb. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so happy to share that. You'll have to tune into the next episodes, though. I'm yeah. so happy to share because I think that's a really good way to see what's possible. You know, I'll even talk about where my Airbnbs are because, like I mentioned, they're not in, you know, they're not on the Gold Coast. They're not yeah. in places where you think there would be a lot of people staying. But yeah. yeah still really successful 100% mm. all of that's really valuable because mm. like like we said you don't know what you don't know and just hearing from ordinary people like yourself mm-hmm. that are doing the things that are going to help get people ahead in life like I'm here for it absolutely it lights us up <laughs> <laughs> all right I think we are wrapping up mm. and we're just gonna close off with with some tips yep. So our first tip um, for everyone, we've probably mentioned it a few times. It's not going to be a surprise. (laughs) Yeah, no, but definitely like engage with a broker, Um, you know, ask your friends and family for recommendations and brokers that they're using, uh, because that's definitely been the key for us. Yep, for sure, Joe. And then the next tip that we have is to take the time to really tidy up your budget and your finances. We're actually going to do a whole episode on this, so I won't go into it, but it really is important that you um, take a look at where you're at, you know, understand the steps you need from the broker and and really start to prepare yourself for the, the process that is the application. Yeah, 100%. And then our third tip is just to talk to your friends and family that are homeowners or property investors, as I mentioned, uh, that has helped me a lot personally, you know, to just be able to call up my friends and ask questions and, you know, they're willing to, to help and share their knowledge and wisdom. So yeah, start the conversation and ask for tips, ask them what they're doing and, um, no doubt they'll be able to help you guys as well. Yeah, and you'll be surprised. People are so happy to share their experiences, right? Yeah. Especially friends and family. So, yeah, you'll be surprised at what you learn from that conversation. So I think that's us. Uh, that brings us to the end of episode three. So thank you so, so much for tuning in. We, we really appreciate it. And we hope that you found uh, some value out of today's episode. Uh, if you haven't already, can you pretty please connect with us on Instagram? Uh, it's on the underscore rise podcast. Um, and if you think this will add value to any of your friends and family, please share it with them. Take a screenshot, share it on your story. So yeah, thanks again, everyone. It's been awesome, Joe, and I hope you all have a good week. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye.